0: what's up y'all welcome to bias aside uh my name is nigel i realize i have not been saying that so my name is nige <laughs> um and with me as always i got my boy jeff say what's up to the people hey what's up everybody what's up and definitely don't want to forget about the amazing uh the rant the michael jordan of rants <laughs> jd
1: <clears throat> i am here <laughs> it's nice to see everybody <laughs> What's up, guys? I like... Yo, that's the best intro I've ever got. <laughs> They'll
0: keep getting better and better. I'll try to become the Michael Jordan of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: man. oh, man. All right. So, let's get to it, man. Anybody got anything special they need to like? Shout out before we get into these NBA topics today.
0: Um... Nah. nah, I got nothing I think we should just on, jump man. on, I'm pretty. I'll just jump into that. Thing. Yeah. Pretty reggy deggy.
1: Cool bean. So I wanted to get into. <laughs> You're a fool, bro. I wanted to get into just some of, like, your favorite teams growing up. So it could be, like, teams from the 80s, teams from the 90s. But you can't give me none of that, Uh, like, I like the Boston Celtics in 2005. I don't want none of well, that. What if I did? All right, no, no, <laughs> right. but we know you like the Celtics your whole life, and I want to hear Nas telling me yeah. the war I like uh the KD the Curry we believe Warriors.
2: Warriors. The we, believe.
0: we don't need that right now. I'm gonna go with the Redeem team. No. Oh, <laughs> 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 um, I've I've always wondered this, like, how do so how do you have like favorite teams from the eighties and nineties? Like did you go back and, like, watch a bunch of different games? Or are you talking about, like, just from, like, documentaries and stuff like that? Like, how did y'all fall in love with teams from, like, the 80s and 90s era?
2: Well, for me, I would say, like, my introduction to basketball was... So, I remember watching, like, in the afternoons, specifically with my dad, the Bulls versus the Jazz Finals. Like, I was super, super, super (laughs) young, but I just, for some reason, those, that memory stuck with me. Like, I, obviously, I don't remember anything about the game or what happened or anything like that, but I remember watching those finals with my dad and just being obsessed with Michael Jordan. So that's probably like the first, like, team I fell in love with because I, like, I feel like everyone kind of has this moment where they, whether it's basketball or, like, if you're into photography or you're into, um, I don't know, like, you're into writing or something. Like, at some point, somebody that is good at it, like, you see them what do what they do and you're like, wow, this is awesome. I like this. Mm-hmm. That, like, you're kind of, like, you figure out, like, I like this. And that's what Michael Jordan did uh, for basketball for me. So, that was probably, mm-hmm. like, my first team that I kind of liked until... Maybe, I think I went to my first Celtics game, maybe two like years after that, and that's when I was like, oh no, this is even better, because you're not watching it on TV, you're watching it in person, and I kind of like this team, so that's kind of how it started for me. Um But as far 80s teams, I don't know if I have a favorite 80s teams, but the Bulls are definitely my favorite 90s team, just because I was a kid and... That's what I liked. Like I didn't know how to pick, you know, besides that. It's just Michael Jordan was cool. So
1: No, that's a good answer. I I watched I feel like same thing. When I was coming up, my dad, I remember he had this tape, VHS tape, that we used to play, and it was like game four like four, five, and six or something like that, of Bulls Knicks. And I can't remember what year. Uh, I think I want to say it was like the first or second year when mJ came back but I just remember i I loved mJ watching him I thought he was amazing but I also started to like John Starks mm. just because he was just kind of like my type of player like he was just like rugged like he's jacking up shots all over the place but if he got hot it was over like mm. so I really did like I remember that but then I did watch a lot of documentaries coming up so I've watched and that makes you like teams, right? Because here's the thing, like a lot of people who may listen, you rate you may remember these eras better than us. We can only do what we can do, right? So sometimes we go back and study. I I like watching the documentaries on the Detroit Pistons, you know, the Bad Boys era. Mm-hmm, I liked yeah. uh the one on um with Shaq and uh Penny when they were on the Magic. Kind of made me like yeah. that team, seeing how that team was built. One of my favorite teams, though, I'm going to go into the 2000s because that's the 90s. I really liked the Phoenix Suns with Nash, Stoudemire, uh, Leandro Barbosa, who was one of my favorite players of all time. Jason
2: Richardson,
1: Sean Marion. That was one of my favorite teams of all time. Raja. Oh, man. I love the Suns. That was a good team.
2: That was one of my favorite teams. I was going to say them, too.
1: Yeah, they used to really like, watching them, it was just like going to a track meet, and that, oh, I used to love it. (laughs) That
2: run and gun.
1: Yeah, oh, for sure. And then Nash was everywhere. I remember, you know, some of my favorite series, do you remember, like, there was a couple times when the Suns would play the Lakers, like, the one time, Lakers were up 3-1, Suns came back, that was a really good series. The Suns had the really good series where um, the Spurs, when Robert Ory knocked Nash's nose, he, like he had to get stitches in his nose and that's how they came back to beat the suns but the suns they couldn't get over the hump but
2: yeah I, I would say i would add you said the suns i would add from the 2000s the uh remember the baby bulls with like kirk heinrich and ben Ooh. gordon and all those guys i liked that team i liked the nuggets when they had uh ai mello and jr smith King that, martin yeah that oh, was yeah. that was fun and then, uh, man, I'm blanking on the last team. Um, man, you might have to come back to me because I had a no, third team, but I can't remember. I the like
1: the, uh, you know, it's unpopular opinion. This is I, I used to kind of like the uh, Jazz when they had Carlos Boozer, Darren Williams, and AK forty-seven, Andre mm-hmm. Karolinko. I was a big I kind of like I, I wasn't a big fan but I just they were in so many good playoff series versus the Lakers and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'll give Nash team a shout out. One of my favorite teams of all time is uh <laughs> he's smiling over there. <laughs> uh the Warriors when they had Baron Davis, uh Monte, Stephen Jackson, Matt Barnes, Al Harrington, that was that was probably one of the most exciting teams. Point blank
2: period. Yeah. You know, you know it's another team I liked. Um the Timberwolves when they had Sam Cassell, KG, and uh Latrell Sprewell. That was a good team. Mm. I like that team. Oh, and the uh the Pistons when they had Ben Wallace, Chauncey and Rasheed Wallace and Rip Hamilton. Rip Hamilton's one of my favorite players. I just love the way he just ran the court. Like <laughs> he just be running in circles. Like I I like that team a lot. That is a
1: good one. I, I it's hate. I don't want to say I hate that team. I just they were messing my Cavaliers up for a hot minute. Makes sense. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we could we could not get past them for nothing. But man, there is a lot of good teams. What what are some of the um? Oh, Naj, did you have any teams? I don't want to leave you out.
0: Yeah, I I feel like for me it was kind of like yeah with older teams with teams from like 90s 80s because I was born in 96. Um. It just isn't. It was like whatever documentary came out. I was like, yeah, I like him from the di- from that documentary. <laughs> like, like I, I I liked Magic from you know that that documentary that like that came out. Like I I liked like you said I liked Shaq and Penny from that doc. I liked um the Bad Boy. I liked the Piston from that from the doc. I liked um uh Dennis Rodman from that uh from that Bad Boys doc first, mm-hmm. and then Ooh, like. Yeah. Then, going back and seeing everything that he did like with the Bulls, I was like, "That's the same dude um, <laughs> <I> know, <right? laughs> like, yeah, so, but Steve Steve Nash was one of uh, my favorite players too, like growing up because he just would always be on the news and stuff over here, like where I'm from because he went to he went to Santa Clara. Yeah. um and so, like he always would be like, Shouting out the bay, he always would be out here. He would always be doing like charities, fundraisers, stuff like that out here, Mm -hmm. and so that's why everybody knew Steve Nash. Um, Also, this little like this little kid with like long hair on my basketball team when I was in like fourth grade, (laughs) and everybody called him Steve Nash (laughs) because he ran point and he was dummy fast. Um, But yeah, and I I just liked you know smaller guards anyway too
2: because I was like. I could be in the NBA. Yeah, I think that's, I feel like that's probably why Steve Nash was so easy to like because we could, yeah. like, as a normal person, you could kind of see yourself in him. He wasn't right. super athletic, he wasn't the quickest, but he just knew how to play the game. And it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I can do that. Like, that I can do. I can't be Anthony Edwards or John Morant or Derrick right. Rose, but I can be Steve Nash. Even though Steve yeah. Nash was unique for his <laughs> own reasons but mm-hmm. you know it seemed more attainable
1: i really Double. like those um old older blazer teams that had pippen and like rasheed wallace mm. on them too they got some and then the kings when the kings had like chris weber mm. uh mike bibby like Baby. i remember watching a lot yeah you remember mike oh man i remember watching a lot yeah, of those the chris so
0: the that's like the most, like, you still see a ton of baby jerseys. Mm-hmm. Really? All my dad has everybody a baby was,
2: jersey. Yeah. no, nah, uh, everybody
1: was. Who are some of the players, players you grew up kind of liking?
2: So for me. For me? Oh, god, Oh, no, you can go. Okay. Seemed like you, got him. you got him ready? No, I was going to say, obviously for me, like, Paul Pierce is my favorite player ever. Um, just because the Celtics were so bad for most of my life. And he was maybe the only bright spot on the team. Uh, we kind of had we had Antoine Walker and he was good too for the Celtics, but Paul Pierce was there for most of the time. So there's really no reason to watch the Celtics because they were just awful. But he was the one that was like, like I said, you know, how I said, um, you watch something, you're like, wow, this is awesome. Like the Celtics were bad, but he was just the guy that would score all the points. And you know, as a little kid, that's all you care about: who scores the most. He would score all the points, so he was the best, you know. So then getting to see him win a championship with Boston was um, really nice to see. Uh, Vince Carter always loved Vince Carter. That's my
1: dad's guy, my yeah. dad loves him. Vince <laughs> yeah. Carter.
2: Man, that's like,
1: do you man. remember the uh dunk contest? Were you, do you like actually remember it because I actually actually like, remember- watching it?
2: Uh, no, I don't remember watching it live, no, yeah, I don't remember the pop.
1: I yeah, remember like. Contest. Watching it live, not knowing what's happening, but then my dad had recorded it for years. Like that's all I would play that tape so mm-hmm. many times. Go
2: home, everybody. <laughs> Go home,
1: bro. Everybody's face with his arm is in the oh, room. My goodness. Oh, that's yeah. crazy.
2: Now he really put on a show. Like that's part of the reason why I loved Vince Carter so much. But then he also could actually play basketball. Mm-hmm. Where you have guys in the dunk contest nowadays who don't really play. But they're, you know, they can jump out of the gym. But he really had a complete game. So I liked him a lot.
0: What year was the Olympic game when he jumped over, when he jumped over? Was that 04? Yeah, I think it's 04. 04. Yeah. I remember being on vacation and, like, ironing clothes on vacation and the Olympics (laughs) was on. And I remember, like, watching that happen. And we just, like, ran it back, like, (laughs) a thousand times. Like, bro, what just happened? Yeah.
2: you know, I, that's I don't remember the dunk contest, but I remember that. Dunk yeah, VC was special. I think for me, I, also Allen Iverson, he just had like a stranglehold on the culture, like oh, yeah, basketball sure. culture, because he merged like and one was like at its peak when AI was at his peak, and he kind of like yeah. blended those worlds together, and he had me wearing like uh, finger bands, like I would wear them to school, like I <laughs> have yeah. like. Of, like, <laughs> the wrist the wrist yeah like all, everything like if i could wear a headband i was wearing a headband like ai was like that guy Steph-
0: uh stefan marbury too
2: like oh marbury was cool yeah not nah, cool. that like because he yeah, marbury was he, was, cool. he was
0: he was on the cover of was it nba ballers like oh yeah that's right yeah and you could play you could like play story mode as mm-hmm, him and mm-hmm. like you had like the big old mansion and like do you remember his yeah. shoe the Starbucks? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, yep, I remember
1: my foot went right through the <laughs> bottom of them things real quick, but I appreciate it.
0: I didn't have any stock. Yeah, but he was tapped enough. in with N1 and all that, like heavy too. Mm-hmm. Really? He yeah. was tapped in with N1 heavy.
1: I used to love Tracy McGrady early on. Mm-hmm. Then LeBron obviously becomes my favorite player being a Cavs fan. Mm-hmm. But I remember when LeBron left, he goes to Miami. There was like this time in my life where like every day I was trying to figure out who was going to be my favorite player. And it was just, like, so hard for me. (laughs) Like, one day I'd be like, oh, I like this guy. But Russell Westbrook became my favorite player. Because I just... To see people play with that type of aggression was, like, uncommon. Like, everybody wants to be smooth, right? So everybody was trying to be, like, the smooth basketball player. And he was just, like, screaming and yelling and go up and dunk. And it was like he could tear the rim down. So he was, like, one of my favorite players. But I used to study certain players, too. Like... Um, So I used to study, like, Rip Hamilton a lot, like, how he would come off screens. Um, I used to study Ray Allen a lot um, and, like, watch a lot of their clips. I used to study a lot of, like, Chris Paul, how he would shoot. He would, like, pick a spot, go to the mid-range. And I think, like, everybody's, like, NBA guy that they just love is obviously Kobe Bryant, right? So everybody watched Kobe a thousand times, even when you hated
2: him. Yeah. You know, you just, you had to watch it. I hated Kobe Kobe for sure. Same, same, especially as a Celtics fan. It wasn't until the end of his career where I was like, okay, I can let go now. I can let go. (laughs) I think it's because my dad hated Kobe so much. Like, I just
0: felt like I had to hate Kobe. And then, yeah, I think like as I grew up a little bit more, I was like, why do I hate Kobe? And I was like, I guess it's just (laughs) because, I guess it's just because my dad hates Kobe. But what
1: brought you Nachos you like?
0: So I felt like, Uh, KD was my favorite player, like, the first time I ever, so actually, first time I ever, like, really liked a player was KD, I'll I'll say that, because I remember when OKC was, like, formed, and I remember their team, and then I remember, like, also, like, when uh, I just felt like I kind of had an ownership (laughs) over, like, the okc like you know the over Mm -hmm. the thunder because i like was there for all of the history of it like you know the lakers the celtics the warriors everybody like goes so far back but like with the thunder i was like i could tell you everything about thunder Mm -hmm. i could tell you all their players i could tell you all of this or whatever Mm -hmm. and um and they were all young dudes too like everybody always like counted them out at everything and 'Cause it, they were just too young. And I mean, rightfully so, like, <laughs> they weren't able to win. But like, I really liked uh KD. And I remember like, yeah, I for sure I had like I would only buy KDs until I hurt my ankle too many times. <laughs> and uh yeah, KD was my first favorite player. And KD then,
1: was everybody I mean, uh, OKC was everybody's favorite team for a hot minute. Yeah.
0: You played because nah, I was you like
2: OK yeah, like, yeah. No, I loved, I loved OKC. Yeah, OKC was, that that was like a, it's always it's probably the biggest what could have been story. Everybody yeah. had the frohawk for <laughs>
0: to be yeah. like James Harden, <laughs> and they
1: all yo think about everybody they drafted like, even I mean obviously we know the big three with James Russ mm-hmm. and KD, but like just they drafted Jeff Green, Serge Ibaka, the I think big Sabonis, Ibaka. Sabonis was on that team. I mean, just, that's, they were, like, drafting everybody that was good.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they still are.
1: And they still are. Yeah.
2: Facts. Got nothing Facts. to show for it, but they still are. Hey. Uh, I, I, another player I like, because when you mentioned, like, just being aggressive and stuff, Kevin Garnett was definitely one of my favorite players growing up. He, I'm uh, sure. he played with heart, and he played defense. I like players who play defense, and he was a big ticket, man. Like, he was... I always used to argue with people that he was the best power forward of all time, but as I got older, I realized it's definitely Tim Duncan, but um, I think KG's right there, though, for sure.
1: Let let me ask you, who's a player that most people like that you were not a fan of? LeBron. (laughs) Well, that's obvious, though. That's just because you didn't (laughs) like him playing the Celtics. I'm talking about, like, that Um, had nothing... Because I'll tell you what, I I remember everybody used to love D-Wade. And I'm just not like hmm. he's good. I think he's great. I have him number three. He's my number third shooting guard of all time. But like I was never crazy about D Wade's game. Now did you still I watch this way? Yeah, but it, ha- it was nothing oh. personal. Like I I just I was, was a not big D-Wade the biggest guy. fan. Really, I'm just not. I was I never a big D like Wade D-Wade guy, and I know how good he is. It's just like if I knew he was playing. I mean, when he was with LeBron, obviously I'm watching every game, but I
2: wasn't huge on D Wade. Well, I felt like that about Tim Duncan growing up. Just the Spurs in general oh, was hard yeah. to watch. But Tim Duncan sure. like it took like I said, it took me till I got older to realize like, no, Tim Duncan was like I obviously I always knew he was good and a great player, but I didn't know to what extent until I really like did the research Parker, to understand, didn't,
0: you know. I don't really fool it with, with Tony Parker either. Mm. Yeah, I liked, a lot of people didn't think, like Tony Parker. I think I Genobli was Parker. the. I think was the only person I liked on that team.
2: Yeah, Genobli mm. was like, he was the fun part of the Spurs. Yeah, because especially because he was bald. Like, <laughs> I think <laughs> I think the fact that he
0: was like bald out there, like really hooping, like that really fascinated me yeah. when I was younger.
1: My was brother-in-law young. hated he Boris crazy.
2: Diaw. Crazy. <laughs> You said My what?
1: brother-in-law hated Boris Diaz on the Spurs. And he was like, he's the most useless player ever. But when you really watched him, he actually was pretty sick. No, yeah, it like, it's just funny who people hate and who they don't like. But I bring that all up to say this. So Gilbert Arenas, not too long ago, was bringing up this topic about how players from the 80s, 90s would have no chance of guarding players today. Now, here's the theory <laughs> he put behind it. Here's the Jeff, is,
0: Jeff is shaking his head. So, <laughs> and might roll, and Mata rolling his eyes as well.
1: Here's the theory that he had behind. <laughs> it. He was just saying that you know when you had brought Grant Hill into the league, he said the league didn't know how to guard him. He said that's prototype one. But if you look at today's player and everything that they can do, they can dribble. Everything's skilled, right? So they can dribble. Everyone can shoot threes. Um, I will, I will venture to say that people are even probably more athletic. And this uh, nowadays also. So, obviously, Jeff is biting his tongue. But... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm just letting you finish. <laughs> no, no. I, I'll leave it up to you. What's your, what's your thoughts?
2: No, I think... Now, I would agree with him if maybe he said that players are more offensively skilled. Now. That's what he was saying. Yeah, that part I understand. But to say they wouldn't be able to guard them, like, it's as simple as seeing, okay this is what people do now. Like even and I feel that even that way with offense, right? Like people say that people are more skilled now, but the game has evolved. So the game is just played in a different way. So you're when people make that argument, they're just assuming that these people from the 90s would continue to play the same way instead of adjusting to the way that it's played now. So I think the game now is more tailored for offense, so it's harder to play defense, but I feel like those players, like, for example, uh, who's a player from back then? Like a Charles Barkley. Would he not be a successful player nowadays? I think he well, would be.
1: Okay, go ahead.
2: I mean, I <laughs> no, I mean, even look at someone like Zion, right? Zion kind of has a similar game to Charles Barkley. And he's not a, he's not, he can't shoot. He's not a shooter. He's kind he of, would, he would work in the 90s too, the way he plays. You know, I think great is great no matter what era you put them in. I mean, that's just how I feel. And I feel like people try and put certain people and apply how they played back then and put them in now. And I feel like that's unfair. Like you have to you kind of have to make it in a vacuum, right, where everyone's kind of playing the same same type of basketball.
1: Valid yeah. point. Go ahead, Notch. I-
0: no, I I agree. I feel like if you if we're talking about that, then we're taking like these current players and saying that they grew up in this era where you know they weren't able to do the things that they <laughs> that they're able to do now, and they probably had they grown up in that era, they probably wouldn't be the players that they are. Like mm-hmm. if Steph Curry grew up in a different era, he would be a totally different player. If uh yeah, Trey Young <laughs> grew up in a different era, he might not even be in the NBA. Like mm-hmm. it's. it's hard to it's hard to make that that point
2: or even that they're better or even you had
0: are you saying genetically like humans have evolved to a different level or
2: like i don't know what the argument is and and you know what you, you were saying about steph and trey you even think about like big men are shooting threes now You had Antoine Walker on the Celtics who would get criticized because he was a big man who liked to shoot threes and who could shoot threes. Who knows how many big men could actually shoot back then, but because big men were supposed to be in the paint, they just didn't. Because that just wasn't what the game called for back then. They wanted two men in the paint and then three people on the perimeter. That's how it was played. Now you have five people on the perimeter. So it's kind of like comparing eras is so hard to do. Because, I mean, you even think about uh, Allen Iverson. Al- the way Allen Iverson started dribbling was a carry before him. But then the game changed, and now you can dribble a little bit higher, right? Uh, Manu Ginobili yeah. brought the Euro step. That would have been a travel back then, right? But the game evolved because of him. So there's just certain things that got introduced that these guys just didn't have in their toolkits. But I'm pretty sure if you gave it to them... They would take advantage of it. There's even some players from the 90s that are like, if I got to play right now, I would have been way better than I was back then because the game fit what I like to do now more than it did back then. So that's how I feel.
1: I mean, I think it goes both ways. I have a theory that if you were a star or a superstar in any era, you would do the same in another era. That, that's how so, I feel. Great is great. Yeah. So we're just talking great, great. But we've also established that there are more great players now in the league than there ever has been. Due to just the fact that people, when these, you know, they have a child and that two years old, they got the child doing crossovers in the front line. Mm -hmm. Right? People have dedicated their lives to playing basketball. So some of it is just you know the game has evolved people are more pro- i would venture to say in every sport they're maybe just a little bit more athletic because sports science itself yeah I was gonna say
0: that it's the it's also the science the training like the diet <laughs> yeah. like yeah. they have you know they have these
2: kids on on in dunk training you know yeah, like yeah, it, yeah and yeah. then my my he, other issue with what Gilbert said is look at the example he picked right Grant hill it's Grant hill, of course they couldn't guard him it's Grant hill like. He's a Hall of Famer. He's a great player. Like He's not picking like role players. He's picking a great player to show, oh, they couldn't guard him. Well, of course they couldn't. I mean, he was better than everyone. Okay, so here's the thing
1: though. It's two concepts that would be really hard for players in the 90s to guard, I believe. And that is there was a lot of undersized guards. Okay. Alright, so I don't I do believe in my heart that even if we went back further, right? I don't believe Bob Cousy, John Stockton, <laughs> I don't believe Steve Kerr, I don't believe these guys are guarding prime D Rose.
2: But you can okay. compare Steve Nash to them, and he played in that era. And uh, there was no, overlap. I don't.
1: I don't, uh, <laughs> I don't a know. A lot
0: of people who can't guard prime D Rose. Yeah,
1: okay. I, that's what I'm saying, and like, that's the point, right? So now we go. Oh, oh, JD prime d roses that's crazy <laughs> <Jeez>. nowadays nowadays <laughs> every guard in the league can jump like that so i do believe Once i do believe guard. there's a lot of guards
2: no there's, there's more of them. them there's more you have jaw you have Jaden ivy you have De'Aaron fox you have you. but
1: uh, i don't know i just i'm just saying i believe the guards in the 90s will have a hard time guarding some of the the bigger guards nowadays, because nowadays you they are asking for guards. You have to be exceptional to be six foot in the league. You have to be Chris Paul. You have to I feel be like that's always
2: kind of been the case though. I
1: don't. Yeah. That's just my opinion, and I also believe that the game is so spread out now that some of the bigs in the nineties. Now we're not talking about Hakeem. And Patrick Ewing, get get the superstars out of your head. The average big in the nineties would have a little trouble because they've never been told to, and they never had to guarding today's players. Some of the bigs on the uh, on the perimeter, I do believe that would just be the case. But overall, I mean, yeah, I don't. I do believe players are probably better today, but it's just due to training uh, where the game has really gone to. I don't know if
2: AAU too, a lot of times. I don't know if players are better. I just think there's, I'm trying to say this word doesn't sound dumb. I'm like trying in to English say it too, but there's no right way to say it. No, no. I'm just like the sentence I'm about to say, but there's more, there's more good players. So it's just more spread out rather than like the, uh, the NBA, I feel like was more top heavy before where now it's more spread out and there's just more good players. So I don't know if they're better necessarily but there's just more of them because like the things you guys mentioned the the sports science the training the um the, that. the the evolution of the game you know like role players and
0: people who like barely made it to the nba back back in the day like probably could never make it today
2: right but unless they adjusted like, unless they showed true, they could adjust, true, 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 like, true, true. how the game is played yeah, then now. The, then the whole, yeah. You know? And then everything
0: else has to be with considered, you. too.
2: Yeah, that that's kind of just how I feel. But, um, yeah, I think it's kind of unfair to take how they played and try to insert it in today's game. Because they probably wouldn't play that way.
1: <laughs> I mean, today. but we can go both ways. I think there's a lot of players that were struggling in the 90s.
2: Yeah, that I agree with for sure.
1: Yeah, so it works but both ways. We want to give credit to one way, but we got to give credit to both ways.
0: There are a
2: lot but of players. Why would, that, why would they struggle in the nineties?
1: It's more. I mean, it's physical. You had hand checking. How many players could not deal with just the hand checking alone? But I'm
2: just saying. But they. I guess you grown could use my, that my era. Yeah, I guess you could use my same argument. Yeah. They would just adjust to how they the would have grown up played. in that area. They, you know,
1: not every were. player, y'all. Where you you take the superstars out of your heads. And just think of the average player. The average okay. player.
2: So maybe like the definition of a role player has changed throughout time, right? Now, a role player is ideally someone who can space the floor for whoever your star is and can not be a turnstile on defense at the least. Okay. All right. And maybe in the early 2000s, a role player was a different thing, you know? So maybe. Maybe there's someone in the league right now who's a role player just because they can shoot and play defense and that's the only thing they've ever been good at. And maybe that wouldn't have worked in 1980, you know? Maybe I'm they okay with that. maybe they would have had to do something else back then. But I don't know. It's I'm a okay it's a tricky one. It's a tricky. One. But I think I think we can all agree that the great players would have been great no matter what.
1: I agree, hundred percent.
2: Yeah, like I, you know, it's funny. I just yesterday I was watching uh, Wilt Chamberlain highlights. It popped up on my YouTube, <laughs> and I was like, "Whoa!" I didn't realize Wilt Chamberlain was this good. Like he was dribbling like full court, full court, throwing yeah. no look passes. I was like, "Wait, wait a minute!" <laughs> like this is kind of crazy, you know? Because yeah. people try to make it seem like he was good because shoes. everybody was smaller and not as good. He was but,
0: playing against plumbers. Yeah,
2: exactly. Firemen and plumbers and, you know, milkmen and all that stuff. But And that may have been right. the case, but you can only play against who you can play against. It's not his fault. But um, I could see Wilt being Giannis today. Honestly.
1: No, yeah. Easily. You're a superstar in one era. You're, you're at minimum a star in the next yeah. or in any other era. So. Definitely. Hey, so let me just say, Jeff, everybody, Jeff told me I had to keep it quick. But, Jeff, I feel like we just got to talk about it. I feel like it fits perfectly. (laughs) But if we just do it? (laughs) I feel like we got to talk
2: about it. Go for it. Go for it. Go for
1: it. All right. We're talking about players. And real quick, they were just talking about a bleacher report. They were comparing duos, like tag team duos throughout the league. And they were saying, if this duo played this duo, who would be better? So I just want to throw a couple duos at you guys. And I want you to take away the ring. So don't answer me with they got, champions. skill. This is just skill. Two on two on the court pickup game right here. Alright. I'm just throwing a couple at you and then and then I'm done. I'll leave y'all alone. And they had on there, I'll give you the ones they had. I'll give you a couple of they had in my own. So, so they had MJ and Pippen versus Kobe and Shaq. Two on two, who you got?
2: I I gotta take Kobe and Shaq just because of Shaq.
0: Dodge. No, I, I was gonna say the same thing. I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna pick uh, MJ. I did think he was gonna say that. I thought you were gonna pick MJ. No, nah. I was gonna pick. I was gonna pick them because of, of Shaq. Yeah, too. Cause it's, it just wouldn't. It's such a mismatch. It wouldn't be fair. Yeah, it's just.
2: I mean, you can't. Guard. I don't know who's yeah. guarding Shaq. Yeah, you just can't. You can't. All right.
0: Prime, but then is MJ all would have to just cook Kobe.
1: <laughs> so MJ squares up and is just looking at a mirror of himself. I know, right? Yeah. Prime, LeBron and Wade versus KD and Curry. So everybody's in their prime. Prime who? Prime, LeBron and Wade versus Prime, KD and Curry.
0: I'm taking Katie and Curry. Oh, Not, Katie and Curry.
1: Oh, oh, you crazy. LeBron and Wade would smack them all the way up down the court, boy.
0: <laughs> I'm
2: taking Katie and Curry.
1: <laughs> That's that go to stay bloody.
0: Katie.
2: Katie can go off, boy. That's we'll a tough on. one. That's a tough yeah, one. KD that's a tough start one. Cooking.
0: I'm not even saying it because of stuff. Katie can start cooking.
2: Yeah, that's a tough. I don't know. It's <laughs> hard for me to pick. That's a hard one. All right, I'll leave it alone. I'll, 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 and Steph. Uh, I'll give Steph wouldn't Steph wouldn't cook D Wade, but <laughs> Steph would be a. <laughs> I. The only reason maybe that'll I'll be, give nice. I'll give LeBron and D Wade an edge because the the defense. Mm. Right. They can both guard. Steph, even though Steph isn't a bad defender, I think he would have a tough time guarding guarding D Wade. Facts. That's all right.
1: So, Ain't nobody gonna miss a shot, look. You know? <laughs> no, all no right, this-
2: but I think D Wade would have a tough time guarding Steph. Oh no, a thousand percent, a thousand percent. Yeah. And
0: then I, and then yeah, Katie, like yeah, it would be. He would have a a, a tough time guarding Braun for sure, <laughs> yeah. but. Brown would have a tough time guarding KD. Like they I think, guard,
2: no. I think the Steph and Wade yeah. thing though, like they would have a tough time guarding each other for different reasons. Like Steph would have a hard time guarding D Wade just because of his defi- faster, because of his deficiencies. Whereas D Wade would have a hard time guarding Steph just because Steph is like a cheat code. Yeah. You know, yeah. he's like,
1: moving around without the ball. Yeah, like it's days. just
2: it's just one of those things where not, it doesn't really matter how hard D Wade tried. He just it's just hard to guard. You have to all guard right. him like out by the half court because Steph yeah. will pull pull it. You know, but but
0: I do think I do think yeah. If Steph is off, then it then it's ugly. But
2: yeah, hey.
1: I don't know. all right. This one, all right. This one's a little iffy. All right. So Pierce and KG versus Tatum and Brown. Oh,
2: Pierce and KG. That's easy.
1: I, I knew you were gonna say. <laughs> Pierce's favorite player. So I do not even yeah. think he'd take time.
2: No, I mean it's definitely the
0: KG factor. Well also who would yeah, I was gonna say who would guard KG? And, and KG's KG not is letting anyone oh, score KG on is him. Seven. I
1: mean All right. That's an easy one for y'all. All right, here's one. CP three and Blake versus Stockton and Malone Now think about it, that's actually harder than you think.
2: Um I'll take oh Yeah, that's a hard one. I'll take, I'll um, take CP three and Blake. Once I get it, man. I'm gone. I'll take CP three uh, and Blake because I think CP will give me the same type of playmaking that Stockton will give me, plus the offense. And then, you mean plus the defense? Both. I'm taking Stockton, Stockton alone. Oh, okay, and Malone. okay Stockton but and Wait, nah,
1: you said Stockton and Malone. Okay.
2: Blake, Blake getting killed. <laughs> but that, that's my thing. I'm like. <laughs> Malone is the clear-cut better player out of Griffin and uh, mm-hmm. and Malone, but then I I'll take CP over Stockton.
1: You know what's funny? That whole game would just be pick and roll. Exactly, like, yeah. pick and roll. Exactly, pick and roll. <laughs> Yeah, thousand percent. Right. Couple, couple, couple more. Just like three or four more. Isaiah Thomas. Oh, let's do another CP three one. Isaiah Thomas and Joe Dumars. Versus CP three and Devin Booker. And Devin
0: Booker? Yeah. Who's the first one?
1: Isaiah Thomas and Joe Dumars versus CP three and Devin Booker.
2: Oh, CP3 and Devin Booker. I'm sorry. No disrespect, but Joe oh, Dumars like, is uh, not even Devin Devin close Booker to the player that Devin Booker is.
1: Wait, I'm laughing at Nas because Nash is just like
0: Devin Booker. <laughs> well, I thought I was just like, That's just random like Yeah. It's tag team duos, they're great backcourts. Originally, yeah, I was nah, gonna I do think, Dame
1: and CJ, but I was like, mm,
0: no. Honestly, I think like yeah, skill wise, like yeah, Devin Booker is like one of the greatest people playing right now. But, uh mm-hmm. yeah, I don't. Yeah. I two don't know. two more. It doesn't, it doesn't come together for him always.
1: Last two. These are these are these are in the middle of nowhere. AI and Mellow versus Gary Payton and Sean Kemp. Oh, AI and Mellow. I saw that one on there on the comment Barry, section. Gotta go. nah, I'm I saw that one on there in the deep comments, and I cried laughing because I said, who thinks Sean Kemp is
2: darn mellow? <laughs> That's a lot of buckets. AI and mellow in a two-on-two?
1: Yo, they don't even have to do... They like, have to I get it. The Gary, ball. Payton the
2: glove. The glove. Like, Gary Payton is the glove. Like, Gary Payton's the glove and everything, but... That's the best. And I like
1: Sean Kim, but I I read that, and then the comment underneath said literally like Sean Kim couldn't stop Melo for nothing. Nah. Nope. All right, last yeah, one. Prime Melo. yeah, Prime Melo is incredible. Manu and Duncan, this was in the comments too. Versus Giannis and Middleton. Oof. Give Duncan his yeah. Give Duncan his credit. No, now. no, no.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, ah oh, man. I think Giannis and.
0: I think Giannis,
1: yo man, who was a know, bucket? Nice, he was a bucket. But
2: Middleton is a bucket
0: too, and so is Giannis. <laughs> <laughs> That's a tough part because Tim Duncan. Because I think even Tim at his at his prime was nowhere near as as athletic as Giannis. Do you think Giannis so, can stop Tim though? No, I, I, uh, well,
1: not I really. do not think so. And, and all you hear is players talking about how they could not stop Tim. Giannis is,
0: but yeah, Giannis is strong though, but. You know, mm-hmm. he would give him a little hit. Boy. When we put this up, when we put
1: this on the uh, thing, we're going to have everybody comment in the videos or in the comments. Tell us what you're taking.
0: What you're taking, you're taking Manu. And I and think Tim. I
1: would take Manu and Duncan. Honestly, I, I think I really would. Nobody's stopping Tim, bro. I. It's going to be, look, I will not lie to you. Every time this, like Manu and, and Duncan is stopping, have the ball.
0: Tim is stopping Giannis.
1: Well, maybe this is uh, make it, take it, whoever gets the ball first. You know?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a lot of these are that way. Like, just, yeah, just don't key. miss because you don't know if you're going to get yeah. the ball back.
1: That is yeah. pretty much. If Kobe, Shaq, Katie, Curry, uh, who, AI, Melo, Manu, Doug, if they get the ball.
2: Yeah. Now, you he, said, said S- Scotty and Jordan against Shaq and Kobe, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: If Kobe and Shaq get the ball <laughs> – Who Who would how about how about okay, I just came up with this one on the spot. How about Michael and Scotty Mm. versus Clay and KD?
0: Hmm. (laughs) I'm taking my I'm taking Michael and, and Scotty. Dude,
1: that's very hard. 'Cause it, everybody's defending. Yeah. Everybody's defending on that. Um, uh, I'm not gonna disrespect Michael Jordan. I just
0: can't do it. <laughs> Michael I can't I I can't disrespect Michael Jordan yeah. <laughs> and Scotty. That's MJ, bro. Who's, who's, who's going Michael, bro?
2: But
1: Scotty's the only one he's Clay gonna have the worst guard, shot. Clay is guarding Michael.
0: <laughs> oh my
1: goodness.
2: <laughs> okay. I, okay. D Wade and LeBron. Versus Scotty and Mike, <laughs> I'm like mind blown.
1: <laughs> Yo, I, my mind is blown. Can I go with? Yeah. It ends in a tie. Not playing. Uh, in a tie. But man, I gotta be and honest. D, with you, you D know Wade what? is
0: guarded. D Wade is guarding Michael.
1: No, no. D Ooh. I'm gonna go, Bron and Wade. Whoa! No one stopping Bron going to the basket. Not even Scotty. No, 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 no. I believe Scotty is a top.
0: These are th- these are half court. These are half court games. So yeah. Bron isn't coming downhill.
1: He don't need to come downhill. I, look, honestly, I have, I I think Scotty is one of the greatest defenders of all time, but. The greats of this league cannot be defended, and you tell me he can stop LeBron going to the basket, it's impossible.
2: Now who and, and I D know nobody's stopping, stopping Jordan. Jordan. <laughs> I know nobody stopping Jordan. I feel like Jordan's just spamming mid range jumpers over <laughs> yeah. D Wade. Like over yeah. and over.
1: No, I honestly I'm not gonna lie with y'all. I would switch it. I would put D Wade How tall is D Wade? How tall is D Wade? Six, six, three, six four? I'm putting D Wade on Scotty and I'm putting LeBron
2: on MJ. Still getting cooked, but everybody's getting cooked in these <laughs> scenarios. Okay, I got one more. I got one more. I just made this one up too. Yeah. I'm glad another, I'm got, so
1: glad Jeff joined the
2: party. I got another <laughs> LeBron one. Got another LeBron one. Kyrie and LeBron versus Steph and KD. Kyrie and Braun. I may go Kyrie,
1: uh Kyrie and Braun on that. Yeah, I gotta go Kyrie. Because we're not talking about everybody's like, well they beat him in the fight. We're not talking there's no clay, there's no Draymond. This is two on two. I'm going Two on
0: two? Nobody has more moves than Kyrie. No, nobody has Like moves. it's just yeah, Kyrie. It's just about to be insane,
1: bro. Kyrie but you know, honestly, Kyrie would start going one on two.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Look at this new it's, move. <laughs> yeah, it it would just be he would just be so deep in his <laughs> bag of moves. You
1: know what's really funny? There's a bunch of reports like when they play one on one in the in the Cavs camp back when they had like Kevin Love and all them. And I know for a fact, they won't say it, but I know Kyrie has beaten Braun one on one. And Bron, I'm sure Bron, I know Brian has beaten him, but I know everybody's gone back and forth. But they never say it in the interviews and they're like, yeah. Oh no, nah, like Kyrie really got in his bag like that.
2: You can't guard him. No, you can't. Not not ISO yeah. like that. No.
1: Nah. All right, what about bias aside? Versus every other podcast out
2: there. <laughs> Honestly, I might take every other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, going every, I'm going every other pod. On that. <laughs> nah, I'm Thank playing. you for know, playing, you know, man. You Pick know, up I'm, games. You know I'm riding with my, my squad no matter what. Yeah, definitely.
1: Yes, sir. Appreciate y'all boys.
0: Yep, yep, yep. No, that was fun. That was fun. But on that note. Thank y'all for listening to another episode of Bias Aside. Uh, like, share, subscribe. Uh, hit your ma- hit your grandma, hit your mama, hit your aunties, uh, everybody. Um, and yeah, we appreciate y'all. Mm-hmm. And stay safe out there.
1: We will L- be back,
0: L-ga. sir. We
2: shall be back.